Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Turn It Up and as always we have so much great music packed in for this show. Look I have something rather special. There's a band that well I've admired them from. I've seen them many years ago playing in Ballyshan they just took my breath away. Uh, they're incredible. They remind me of the early Peter Green Fleetwood Mac, and I'll tell you, some of it reminds me of that classic band, Can Do No Wrong. But they are their own band, they have their own style, and they have a brand new single out called Call the Conductor. I seriously believe this is the best song they've ever done, and I am honoured and thrilled to have the man behind the voice. Jack McHale of Delta Fuse, you're very welcome to Tour It Up. Thanks very much, Jerry. I appreciate that. That listen, call the conductor, Jack. It's it's just an amazing piece of music. Uh, you know that that the Hammond organ, the the whole. It's it's just incredible. Would you like to share how did it come about, or what? what how did how did the song come into being? Jack, it's a credit to you and the guys because the, the the song is almost spiritual. There's there's a great there's a great feel to it. It's, it's something I always know when I've heard something I really like. I just put it on repeat and I listen to it maybe about ten times. And and uh, that's what I did with that. It, it's it's fantastic. And and you probably changed the sound a wee bit of the van, but it's still Delta Fuse. And and there's so many 
fans out there of the band and I'm sure they're going to be over the moon with that and 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 to see the band live as I have on many occasions I mean the songs are great but folks if you haven't seen Delta Fuse live it's just an experience in itself this band is so full of passion and energy and it's genuine and this man Jack McHale has one of the best voices in the, in the scene and he just gets better and better uh, I've been lucky enough to see the band a few times and uh, it's it's really such a joy so Jack would you do the honours and introduce the new single by Delta Fuse here in Toronto? Of course I. This is the brand new single by Delta Fuse called The Conductor. Take it away.
Well, that was a great start to the show and big thanks for Jack McHale for dropping in and chatting to us about the new single called The Conductor. Certainly great stuff. In fact, I think it's the best stuff the lads have ever done. That's my opinion. And uh, looking forward to hearing much more from this very talented young band. Now, next up, more new music. This is Ben Reid and this is his brand new single and this one's called Hunter. Time is right When the time is right I'll make my move I'll make my move I'll make my Time is right When the time is right I'll fight my time until the stars align Till it's written right there I'm coming for you 
Yeah, that's brand new from Ben Reel, and that one's called Hunter. And you know, I I got goosebumps when I listened to that because I, I I really could could hear you know some classic stuff there. It's it's just a really 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 great tune, and um, definitely I would I would say that it's maybe his best yet. Uh, there's really the voice is uncannily like that of Roy Orbison. It's it's just unreal. Uh, well done, Ben. It's it's a fantastic song and delighted to play it here on the show. Now next up we have music from Bloodhound and this is their new single called Ten Sixty Six.
Yeah, that was Bloodhound and 1066, and that's the brand new single from them. Next up, we have Void Chapter, and they say, Our time is now.
Yeah, that's brand new from Void Chapter, and that's taken a single taken from their forthcoming album called Humanity. Now, next up, we have Ammo Track, and this is called Blinded by the Light. No, it's not the Brucey song, this is their own track, and this is taken from the brand new album from the band called Accelerate. This is Blinded by the Light. <laughs> great stuff there from Amotrack. That's Blinded by the Light and that's taken from their brand new album called Accelerate. Now next up, well, we're going to keep rocking and heavy. This is Dead Wolf and Heavy Rock and Roll. <laughs> Went 
Yeah, great stuff there. That's uh, heavy rock and roll, and that's the title track of their brand new album. So check it out. Great stuff. That's Dead Wolf and Heavy Rock and Roll. Now here's somebody else that's really well. I just this man's me soul brother, me rock and roll blues man. He's just amazing. This is Anthony Gomes, and this is a track from his 2018 album called Peace, Love, and Loud Guitars. Yeah. This can happen, you know. This one's called The Whiskey Made Me Do It. Ah, take it away, Anthony. What a voice this man possesses and what a great lyric writer he is too. That's just a great track. That's Anthony Gomes and the Whiskey Made Me Do It, taken from his Peace, Love and Loud Guitars album that came out in 2018. What a great album it was. Next up, we have Misty Blue and this one's called Grip Your Soul.
Misty Blue, what a great track that is. That's taken from an album released this year called Outside the Lanes. And what you hear there was Misty Blue and Grip Your Soul. There here's somebody else that is very capable of gripping your soul. This is Sari Shore, and this is a track from our 2016 album called A Force of Nature, and this one's called Black Betty. Turn around, Black Betty, Bambalan. 
jump down like Betty. Oh, Black Betty, Bambalat. Oh, Black Betty. I mean, 
I've heard this song sung many times. Very few can give it a better treatment than this woman. Sari just has an incredible voice. And I've always loved this. And I think she, she loves it herself too when she performs it. It's it's something really special. That's Black Betty as performed by the one and only Sari Shore from her A Force of Nature album that came out in 2016. Now we're up at the point of the Torn Up interview. And um, yeah, this is really special. This young man has a voice and a guitar ability and skill that's off the scale. I am talking about Marcus Bonafonte. And um, we're going to be hearing his story, you know, what he's been involved with. And it's, it's a really great story. It's a lovely interview. At the minute, he's currently the main man with 10 years after up there front singing and playing guitar. And he just, he just, in my opinion, he transformed the band. It's, they're just amazing. But we're going to hear a track from a solo album that released back in 2013 called Shake the Walls. And this track is called The Bittersweet. <laughs> Lord knows you're tough to love Sometimes sweet like wine Watch out, watch out Your true colors shine out So don't be so cruel to be kind Oh, the bittersweet, the bittersweet Is killing me tenderly Tell me, do I dance with the devil or the angel? Oh, the bittersweet, the bittersweet Let's my broken heart be Too bad you were never that good for me Tell me, tell me Why you lock your heart away from me And you say one day it might be mine Hold on, hold on Am I the shelter from your storm And when it's done you leave me High and dry Oh, the bittersweet Bittersweet Is killing me tenderly Tell me Do I dance with the devil or the angel Oh, the bittersweet Bittersweet Let's my broken heart be Too bad You were never that good for me Love her so much that you don't mind that That's the rough with the smooth Smooth with the rough Just when you're thinking enough is enough You gotta try to hold on and not give up There's nothing sweeter than a little bit of love The bittersweet, the bittersweet It's killing me tenderly Tell me, do I dance with the devil or the angel? Ah, the bittersweet, the bittersweet Let's my broken heart be 
were never that good for me. Oh, the bittersweet, the bittersweet is killing me tenderly. Tell me, do I dance with the devil or the angel? Oh, the bittersweet, the bittersweet lets my broken heart be too bad. You were never that good for me. Never that good for me. I said too bad. You were never that good for me. Yeah, beautiful acoustic track there. Really, really, really enjoyed that. And you know, I, I, as I said, you know, in this world of music, you know, I, I'm just constantly in awe of some of the amazing talent. And, and Marcus, you know, is one of those people. He, you know, his voice, uh, his guitar skills, they're off the scale. But, you know, he's one of the nicest human beings you could ever meet. I had the pleasure to do an interview with him. And um, as you'll hear here, it's just he's just a lovely guy with a massive talent. So without further ado, here is... The Torn Up interview with the one and only Marcus Bonafante. Hey everybody and welcome to another Torn Up interview. And as always, I am so appreciative of the valuable time taken out by the artist to speak with us here in the show. Now, this is a lovely story because I a few days ago I was at the Broadstairs Blues Festival. First time to be there. Seen some incredible music, but one of the acts I seen... Well, it just blew me away. It uh, was a young man by the name of Marcus Belafonte. And Marcus was actually gigging with his friend Roscoe Levi, who I had seen the previous night with his band, The Southern Slide, another phenomenal artist and band. And uh, we got chatting and... Uh, Look, this Marcus has a great story to tell. He's involved with a very iconic band, which he'll tell you about himself shortly. Would you please give a very big welcome to the Torn Up interview to the one and only Marcus Belafonte. Marcus, you're very welcome to the show. Uh, bless you, Jerry. Thanks for having me, mate. Ah, listen, man, you know, <laughs> I love music, uh, as you know, and, and whenever you hear something special, you get goosebumps. And when I hear you and, and uh, Roscoe perform, you know, at Broadstairs, wow, what a delivery you have. How, what an interpretation of lyrics, because you were doing some of the old blues classics, but you sang them as if the songs were yours. It, it, it sounded as if you'd written the songs. So to be able to do that, to be able to put that fire, that passion, that um, uniqueness into it as if it's your own song, it's a very, very special talent. But before we talk about the here and now, Marcus, I'd love you to tell us how your musical journey started. Was there music in the family or when did you forced... Uh, come up to the microphone or pick up that guitar and and do what you do now so well. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I suppose there was there has always been music in our family. My my parents weren't musicians. Um, my mum played some piano. Um, we always had a piano in the house, and my 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 dad and my mum loved music, so we always had it on. To be honest, my earliest memories of of being alive are all based around sitting around this massive record player we had that took up pretty much the entire living room and listening to Beatles records and Stones records uh, with my dad and sort of Cat Stevens and Joni Mitchell records with my mum. 
so we were always sort of yeah we were always exposed to this great music and then when I was about eight years old I was very lucky in the school that I grew up in in Camden everyone got the opportunity to take a music lesson and that was that was just you know it was free so everyone could do it uh, and I, I took a trumpet lesson and I really enjoyed it and thought okay well I'd like to do this more and for the for the next sort of eight years really I, I got better at trumpet I joined orchestras brass bands I went and did tours with different orchestras and choirs playing with that and I absolutely loved it and loved the classical music and the sort of folk music that we were playing it wasn't until I was about 15 that I picked up the guitar um, just basically because me and a bunch of pals at that time decided we should we, you know we were sort of all into rock and roll music and this is in the 90s so we were listening to lots of bands like Ocean Colour Scene and Pearl Jam and, and bands like that and uh, we wanted to start our own band so I picked up the guitar my mum had a guitar at the house that I didn't know about and she sort of got it out and um and then from then on really it kind of took over my life um I still enjoyed playing the trumpet, but I, I got this kick out of making this improvised music with my friends, improvised rock and roll music, getting into playing jazz with some other friends of mine. And to be honest, it just spiraled out of control from there. And, uh, and I, I just put all my time into, into learning the guitar. Um, and then getting into the blues was sort of, it came, came from that really, from listening to, uh, I remember a kid at school playing me some Led Zeppelin and some Doors and, I'd never been exposed to that music. My parents weren't really into things that were that heavy and maybe that psychedelic. So once I heard those bands, I basically then was on a sort of quest to find out what made those bands sound like like that because I couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe the, the what I was hearing, and uh, and that's how I then got into, like you said, those the, the, the blues musicians that I was sort of representing a lot of their tunes on on on, uh, on Sunday night. Um, and, and learn it kept on going back and back and the deeper you dive back the more you find and it's just it's just a fantastic journey yeah, but the thing that blew me away, Marcus, was like I, I've heard many bands singing, you know, some of those blues tunes, but you were different because you sang the song as if you'd just written it. You sang the song as if it was yours. The emotion, the the diction of it, it was I could see you know, when you sang some of the song, it could always be transported to where the story was being told. And that's a very special talent to be able to do that. And I could also see the love that you have for that big smile on your face as you're singing. <laughs> it's so easy to tell how important it is to you, Marcus, and how much you actually are immersed in it and live it. And that when you sing those songs... You mean every single word. It's it's so easy to see, and, and it was such an honour for me to see someone like you that close up, because generally you don't get to see someone as close up as that and see the That's interpretation they did. Nice little place to play music. Yeah. Um, look, the big venues are great, and I've been in places where there's huge crowds, but you know what? The intimate venue, you know, where you're almost standing feet away, you soak up the complete atmosphere. And I think as an artist too, you kind of soak up the atmosphere from the people there too, because you can all you can see them. Maybe some of them you already know, and it's a kind of a really nice thing. Like the big gigs are great, and of course, uh, who doesn't want to step in front of thousands of people? And and you, there's an atmosphere there. It's a different type of one because it's a collective, but. 
um, you know, doing what you did on Sunday, I I reckon it has it's special for us, and I'm sure it is for you too. But my God, the way you interpret the songs, it's unreal, Marcus. Bless you, man. I think you hit the nail on the head for me, really, there, is, is, is I do have genuine love for that material. Like, uh, I don't really know how else to describe it, but um, when I when I started listening to that music and, and, and getting really into it, it, it changed me as a person. I, I, I genuinely do have love for, 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 for those musicians and that music. It's just, it's incredible. It's an incredible way of telling stories. And like you said, when, when you said about being transported to places, well, when I, I know when I'm singing well, if I can see, like, if I can see what I'm singing about in my head, if that makes sense. If yes, I it does. Close my eyes and see what, I, see what I'm singing about, then I know I'm, I'm connecting properly because it's not just singing a song, it's, it, it's everything you, you have to, you're thinking about the song. You're, like you said, you're living the song. And I know it might sound a bit, a bit grand because us musicians are always way too grand, but I suppose that's what makes us musicians because we're passionate people and when we when we fall in love with something we, we really go for it <laughs> but you know something marcus believe it or not people like myself there actually connect with the like i had the visions you know, when you're singing the bb king song you know about you know i gave you a house was only a shack yeah, i gave I mean, I mean, but I, the way you say, I could see the big house. I could see this woman said, "No, that's what I don't want." I and, and I gave you seven children, and you want them back, or you don't want you, you know. It it was just, it was incredible. Like and and for me, you know, I I'm not a musician. I play music. I'm a radio presenter. So. I love to see people like you. I love to experience the music up front and personal. And I had such a great time, you know, with yourself and Roscoe and all the other incredible musicians. It's what it's all about. As far as I'm concerned, a radio presenter is not about sitting behind a desk and having a playlist handed to them. A radio presenter's job is being out there in the in the middle of things, in the vibe, listening to music, picking up on it and then putting that stuff on his playlist and, and playing it for the wider audience. That's our job and, and boy did I have such a privilege over the weekend and, and again with yourself you have a very special gift and I can only imagine uh, and we'll get to it later on uh, as we talk we'll get to the point where you talk about a rather well-known band uh, that you've been with now for a number of years I can only imagine the interpretation you do on their stuff but going back to those earlier days then and you become involved in the blues um, then did you form your own band? Did you join another band? Or what happened when you got to the band stage, Marcus? Well, I was, uh, I, I, you know, I love blues music, but I listen to a lot of different music. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of very, very, very curious about all things that are going on in the world of music. So when we started out, when we were 16, 17, our first band was, I think it was basically four people all wanted the band to sound like something different. Um, because we were all kind of coming from different angles, so it was a bit of a jumbled up uh, sound. I, I, it was, we, we, did, we had a great time doing it, and we did very well in Camden and London around, around the scene before we all went off to university. But then it was sort of then that I start, started to sort of... I mean, the, the thing was, I'd only been playing guitar for about three, four years before I went to study at university, so I, in, in my opinion, I actually wasn't very good. I had a lot oh. to learn. So, um, you know, there's people who had sort of 10, 10 years on me uh, going up there. So that was an eye-opening experience and, and a really good experience for me because 
the, uh, the the other people who were up there studying, in, in my opinion, were so far and away further further down the line in guitar than what I could do. I had a lot of people I could learn from, and everyone was very generous uh, in, in terms of sitting down and playing. And I also had, for the first time, really, a, a, like, because I hadn't really had lessons, I taught myself. I had a great teacher, a guy named Mike Walker and a, and a guy named Gary Boyle, who were real instrumental in, in basically getting my stuff together and weren't afraid to tell me or at least highlight all the bits I'd skipped over in my learning process, which were essentially the difficult bits and the theory, theoretical bits, but I had to learn them. So then I, I, I basically did a lot of session playing for different people, um, and it wasn't until about 2007 that I, I, I'd been doing lots of session playing and you know touring around the world and having a great time, but I, I realised I kind of wanted to do my own thing. So uh, it was then that I sort of actively stopped playing with with other people which a lot of people thought was actually it was a bit of a crazy move i did that i basically cut off all my money making uh gigs and moved to london moved back to london and sort of trebled my rent from where i was living in liverpool all in one week it was a bit of a stupid move but i knew i had to change something up and then you had to come back down to london and and start my own thing and at the beginning it was just me on my own because i I spent most of my money just living in London, trying to trying to get on the scene, and then I was lucky enough to form a trio with um, two great musicians, Alex Reeves and Scott Weiber, and that was my first blues three piece. And then once I'd re- recorded and released the first record, and we did the second record, things started to happen. And then we were then we were touring a lot around Europe and the UK, went out to the states, and and it and it just sort of started. You know, it started going from there, really, and it was it, it was a great time, and continues to be a great time. That's fantastic, but you know, it doesn't improve a point, you know, Marcus. Sometimes you have to follow your gut instinct, and you it would have been easy to stay in Liverpool. You're probably making reasonable enough money and doing what you're doing, but and I love the city as well. I love the city. I love the people. I had loads of friends. There. Yes, and 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 this is by no means uh, any sort of slight on Liverpool, but it's a small scene. It's uh, and it's. Uh, and it's easy to get caught up in a small scene sometimes and, and get comfortable, I suppose. And I'm not the sort of person... I don't like being comfortable. If I, if I start feeling comfortable, I tend to start ruining stuff. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, sort of make a move. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose it's like this you knew you had a lot more that you could do and you knew that there was probably opportunities out there. And listen, I know I made a couple of visits here to London that it's a fantastic city, the size of it, but the musically the opportunities here are immense. And you yeah, know, yeah. you've got a yes, it's not the cheapest place to be and all of that. But if if this is your career, if this is what you want to do, then you yeah, you've got to be here to do it. And so you proved a point, you did and 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 made it very successful and then, you know, move further on up the lane and uh, you know uh, yeah, I'd let you continue to tell your story, how it evolved to, you know, maybe where it is now, but there's no rush on that. Take your time and tell it because it's a really great story. Never knew I had a voice till I left my home. It always said, don't speak till you've spoken to my child. Conversation never was a friend of mine. I'd always say something when I should have said nothing. 
jealous love They go hand in hand It only took one word To make me understand seem to find myself on the outside listening in. I wish I knew the story. I've got the punchline. There are so many people talking. It gets so hard to speak. So when your gun is loaded, don't point it. Ciao, fee. I make new ones every day I guess I'm always learning But it's starting to get old I'm pretty sure you understand But I never see a smile You were touring around the world with your own band, and and that was going very well for you. Yeah, and I suppose actually, I just thought when when, when just talking with you there, two thousand seven is still sort of a very much a sort of, and it feels weird to talk about it in these terms, pre sort of like in like big internet influence on music. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the first smartphone was out in 2007. I don't think I even got one until seven years later than that, you know. You're so, right. Actually, it did still feel like you had you had to move to London to sort of further things. Whereas I think now it's really not the case because it's great that people can do, you know, people can be connected and like, you know, yeah. you can talk like this, you can do your radio show from wherever you yes. are. Yes, yes. So, I think what the re- yeah, I think it might be weird people thinking, well, why did you have to move to London? But in 2007, it still felt like you still did at that point. Well, I fully um, agree. Not so much yep. now. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I came down here and um, I, I made a, I made three three solo records and um and and touring. And, uh, but always in between that, I've always worked with other other people uh, because I love. I, f- I always feel like there's so much I could learn from other musicians so if the opportunity comes to work with another great musician i always take it so i, I still toured with a couple of 
uh, a couple of different artists playing just playing guitar for them and i was i was really lucky to to do that some some of them i still work with now and they have taught me a lot um and uh, just to name a few and I, I don't want to miss anyone out but i'm sure i will but i, I played with uh with, with pp arnold for for a little while and she was fantastic she was just like a, a, you know a, an incredible singer with incredible stories and an incredible life um i learned a lot of her and also a guy from the UK named Finley Brown, who I played guitar for for many years while I was doing my solo stuff. And he was, again, an incredible songwriter. And, I, I, yeah, I, I, and a, a ridiculously beautiful singer. And again, I learned a lot off of watching these people every night and listening to these people every night. And it, the way he sang was so effortless. And, so, and I, I would always try and sort of work out how we made it so effortless so I could maybe get that into my singing in terms of, you know, as, as another sort of colour to it all. So it's been really it's been really nice to have done those sort of things and I still work with a lot of these people now and still constantly learn. And then I suppose leading up to 2013, um, I'd done my third record and we sort of toured that, kind of exhausted it a little bit. Um, and my daughter had just been born uh, and yeah, I was in a sort of slightly strange place where... I wasn't really ready to do another record. Uh, I was a bit, I don't know, I, I wanted to spend time with my, with my family, you know, and, but I, I wasn't really allowed to do that because you know, I'd still go out and, and work and, and earn money because, you know, yeah. we were at this point living living off a of blues musician's earnings, which, which was quite tough. So, uh, yeah, at that point, I wasn't really sure what to do, but I knew I didn't want to do a new record. I knew I'd, I'd sort of exhausted myself with that. So I was a little bit lost at that point. And then um, I got a call out of the blue from uh, a guy named Rick Lee asking me to join 10 years after because he was uh, looking for a new singer-guitar player for that. And that really, from then on, that sort of changed everything, really, um, for this latest chapter of it all. And it's been, the last eight years has been really, really incredible. And, and I've done some incredible things with that band. And again, learning at the, at the hands of the people that invented a sound, that were part of a scene that invented a sound that basically started off my musical journey. It's, um, yeah, it's been an incredible, incredible eight years. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't say who the iconic band was at the start of the interview, but I mean, you know, if you look at... Sorry, Terry, I hope I didn't spoil No, story. no, no. It's, it's, I, I wanted, no, I wanted you to say it because, like, at the time, you know, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, 10 years after Black Sabbath, they were right up there with the most iconic band. So... I mean, when I when I uh, saw you, you perform, you know, at Broadstairs and then realised this is the guy that, you know, is up on stage with 10 years after and I'm saying to myself, wow, they picked a winner. They picked a winner. Uh, you know, I, I, I have not had the pre the pre the pleasure and the privilege to see 10 years after with you, but I can tell you one thing is making up me mission that the first opportunity I get to see the band live, I'll be there because it I can only imagine. I can only on the guest list. Ah, well, I'll tell you one thing. The next time that you're toured anywhere in Europe, I'll be definitely making a beeline for it because it's you have an incredible talent and, you know, to, to do something like that, I'm sure even for yourself at that stage, to get the opportunity to, to be a part of a band like 10 years after 
when you know the whole history of the stuff, it must have been a really special time for you to get that chance. It was. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a funny story. I remember this um, I remember this really vividly. I was in the kitchen uh, with my partner and I'd had, I'd had a phone call that week already from someone asking me to do um, a, a, a touring theatre show on guitar uh, with a hologram of Elvis Presley. And it was it was good. It was good wage. And yes, I do love the music of Elvis Presley. But I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking if I have to play it every night, every night the same, I think that might kill my love yes. of Elvis Presley. Yeah. And, but I remember her saying, you know, you've got to do this. And I was like, oh, I, I really don't want to do this. And she's like, well, then I, I don't know how else, you know, we, we need money. And yes. I, I understand. I understand, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And she was essentially not, not telling me, but, you know, she was making me aware, and I knew it, that I was in a in a room with only one exit at that point. I know. But then uh, a couple of days later, yeah, that call from Rick came in. And I remember when he phoned and he said, listen, we're going to have to, do, you have to do a couple of things. We're going to have to meet up. And I just remember thinking, no, this is the, this is the one I want to do. And if this can come off, then I don't have to go and do the Elvis hologram show. Um, I'm sure it will, it will pay all right and we can go and, but this one I can actually have fun with. Um, but I remember standing in that kitchen, sort of half considering the Elvis hologram show and just being so thankful that, that Rick phoned me a couple of days later. But he made me work for it as well. I remember he came to see me live playing an acoustic show and we had a beer afterwards and he said, I, I enjoyed that. Um, he said, but obviously I, I need to see you play electric guitar. Um, I said, okay, brilliant. What do you want to do? Should we all meet up? And he said, well, we can't meet up because Chick Churchill, the keyboard player, is currently in Australia for a month and a half with his son. So... Um, can you record me a version of I'm Going Home and Love Like a Man so I can send it to Chick? And what I, what I love about Rick and Chick and, and Colin as well is um, that their, their grasp on technology is just so, it's so beautiful. They, they just feel like, you know, that, that for them is like a 60s thing of just like, go in a studio and record a tune and get, get it to me by lunch. And that's what they used to do. You know, yes. They used to record an album. <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So the, um, I was on a tour and I had a day off the after I saw Rick, I came down to London, phoned my band and said, look, can you do me a real big favour? I'll buy you a dinner if you, um, if you just record these two tunes with me um, for, this, um, for this audition. I sent them off to, to Rick and he sent them to Chick. <laughs> In fact, Rick phoned me and said, um, sounds great, I'll take the whole band. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew and, and Alex, they, they, they put a hell of a lot of effort into it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, and then we had some rehearsals. He sent me about thirty tunes to learn, and um, and then we had some rehearsals, and uh, they went well. Uh, we only did about two or three rehearsals, but that was the spirit. Of Ten years after, he was like, "We just all you got to do is know how the songs start, and know how to sing the you know sing the songs." But everything we do after that is purely improvised. We, we'll, we'll just go. We'll, we'll just. And I, it was music to my ears because that's what I, I wanted to do. That my, the trio I had always had that spirit where we would every night we would try and make the show different, not on purpose. We just play to whatever mood we were in or whatever, or react to whatever each musician did. And to join a band like Ten Years After, who, whose whole ethos is that, means I get to do that every night. And yeah, from then on, I, I didn't expect us to be as busy as we have been, if I'm honest. Um, I certainly didn't expect it to last eight years and counting. Um, and yeah, I think before the, the sort of enforced break of 2020, we'd done about 100 and 
1,560 gigs in 2019, and the boys were going going strong, and they still are going strong in their late 70s. Well, you know, and I, I know the, the guys you play are, are very talented. I know that. But you said you can't believe what's going on. Well, I, I can because because you have the talent, you have the pa- I I as I say, I cannot wait to see the band with you there because I know it's a special experience, and that's why the band has went from strength to strength because they brought a beautiful soul in like you that has such passion, has such talent, and I know the guys have massive talent too. But I tell you one thing. They couldn't have picked a better person to fill the role. And that's why the band's still rolling all as it is and will continue to do that because um, you just have that natural ability. To, like, I've seen how you can interpret, you know, the blues classics. I can only imagine what you're like with the classic 10 years off. I just say it's incredible. So as I say, for me, such an honour to see you perform and to, to have your friendship and, and know you at this point is such a privilege and you're only going to go get better and better. It's, it's, it's just that simple.
And tell me something as regards as regards tenure. Any plan to maybe record some new stuff or or tours again? When you when when will you be touring Europe or UK or yeah. music? Well, that's, yeah, there's quite a lot. So we did uh, the first record I ever did with them was uh, again. This, this is what I love. I love I love the way this band treat and and react to music because it's it's also it's also instant and they and, and it's always like yeah let's see what we can do let's see what we can do yes um the third gig i ever did with the band uh rick had recorded and was like this could be a potential live album and i was like oh rick man i don't know man i've only done it's my third show i'm not even sure if i if i did it you know i'm not even sure what i'm doing i'm thinking about too much stuff and he was like oh no sounds great sounds great so i sort of managed to get him to agree to maybe let us do another like uh, we had i think another 15 shows on that run and i said to him maybe could we record like the last show of the run as well um and we did and that was the one that ended up being the live album because i felt a lot more settled yes in it. Um, so we did that live album, which is called The Name Remains the Same. And then we went in the studio uh, a few years later and um, the guys asked me to produce the records um, the, the, of, of new material. So we wrote a record all together called A Sting in the Tail. And that came out uh, a few years ago. And that was a joy. That was an absolute joy um, to have them all in my studio. Uh, I had a studio at the time and just working with them and writing songs with them was an even bigger joy because they have lived some interesting lives so writing with them was was no problem at all we i, I was just I, the only problem i had was not quick enough to get all the stories down on paper sometimes but um we did that and we just did another live album while we were touring the the woodstock um sort of uh, 50th anniversary woodstock sets so that's a double album called naturally live and that's sort of the best representation of what the show sounds like but then this year rick wants to do another studio album we're going to try and do a, a, a almost like a kind of back to the blues record with them of, uh, of really going back to their roots and, and trying to make a, a record that really sort of um yeah goes back to where 10 years after came from and that's we're actually going to be getting on with that in the next few months so that should be out before the end of the year if uh, if we're lucky Wow, I tell you one thing, the adrenaline's even running in me at the minute when I think about that, <laughs> as if you do, that's going to be something else, and we'll be talking again, I'm sure, many times, if not anything, we will certainly see each other, but uh, that yeah, excites, that excites me, I mean, you're such a joy to speak to, you have so much natural enthusiasm, you really love what you do, and, and you see, that, with the and I know when you speak so highly of the other guys in the band, but that's infectious, you know. When everyone has the same feeling, when everyone has the same passion and spontaneity too, because you know spontaneity is important. That you're not just, you know, let's do it. That that you can sort of not be pigeonholed and 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 even you know the interpretation of the songs as you said yourself that you don't have to do it exactly the same tomorrow night as you did it tonight. That that you can that's great because. If you're a creative, music, yeah, yeah, and if you're a creative person, I mean, you will want songs. I think uh, songs evolve, and and they're like beings. They're like living beings. They change and tweak a bit, and maybe mature in certain ways. And they may start out a certain way in the studio, but you can be sure over a period of time that you evolve over that time as well, because they're a creation. Yeah. That's the joy of it, and that's the, that's why we, you know, uh, uh, why we love sort of touring and why playing so playing it matters so much as well to to the material. Is they they 
they do develop each night. Some nights, you, you you know, you might do something new and go, well, that's quite cool. You might even go for it the next night, but do it even different the next night. And we did, we, uh, the, before I came to Broadstairs, I was out in America with them doing the Legends of Rock cruise um, for the week. And we had three shows. And after the third show, uh, we, we signed some autographs after the show. And a group of people told us that they'd seen all three shows. And Chick, the keyboard player, uh, sort of went, what, why? <laughs> he couldn't quite believe it. They went, because it's different every night. And we were, he was sort of like, oh, yeah, he sort of take, takes it for granted that it's different every night. But it was nice to know that the people who had seen all three shows acknowledged the, the fact that it was the same set list, give or take, but the, the, the way we undertook the tunes was different. What do you see? That's beautiful, like, uh, it, and it shows the sign of creativity within the band that when you do that, and it's great for the person that's watching and listening because they got three different shows. They got, yes, they got the same set list, but they got three different interpretations of the same song. So they got a really great treat. And so the point is they obviously knew that about the band, that that's what you did, and that's why they watched the three shows. And... You know, it's again, even, you know, uh, you know, when Roscoe said you had flew in, you know, early on Sunday morning, you've been to the States and then you come to play at Broadstairs. It actually shows just how much you love this because to have that passion, to put your body through the time zones and fly over there and do that. And then have that big smile on your face and, and, and sing every song with such passion. Ah, it's, it's just really special. Oh, bless you, man. Well, look, I've, I've dreamt of this life for, for years, so I'm not going to complain now I've got it, you know what I mean? No. Uh, listen, you're going to have it for many, many, many years to come. You have so much more to give. Marcus, on behalf of myself, on Graham, also Graham Hilling, a Londoner too, our, our show producer, on behalf of everyone here at Radio Home of Rock, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and speaking with us here. It's been a real privilege and I'll certainly be watching out for the dates and chatting to you in between times. Thank you so much for talking to us here on the Torn Up interview. My pleasure, Jerry. And we'll catch up soon, Marcus.
Dankeschön, Dankeschön, guten Nacht. Yeah, big, big thank you to Marcus for doing that with us. It's so appreciated. Uh, and, you know, again, you know, it, that's what makes this job so beautiful and special and worthwhile. You get to meet some fantastic people with amazing talent. And I'm just in awe of them. And they bring so much happiness to so many of us around the world, which is the case with Marcus. Now, also during the interview and at the end, you hear three more tracks. Uh, the first was with a band that he was involved with called Jawbone. And the track was called When Your Gun Is Loaded. And that's of a self-titled album called Jawbone. Then uh, next up, we had 10 Years After and a track from the, a Sting in the Tail album that came out in 2017. And that was called Silver Spoon Lady. And then like the good wine, we save the best to last. This is 10 Years After. A track from their naturally live album that came out in 2019 with Marcus at the controls. And that track was called Going Home. What, what a track. What a man, what an artist. Thank you so much, Marcus. Really appreciate uh, you taking the time to speak with us. and looking forward to catching up with you again in the not too distant future. Thank you so much, my friend. Now, next up, well, here's uh, another band from Donegal, from the Bundoran area. A uh, great bunch of guys. The man on the drums, who I know very well, Michael Christie. I also know Jason as well on guitar. These are great guys. And uh, they have a new single out. The band is called The Kings of Cool. And this new track is called Paddy C. <laughs> Shoulder, love is mine too. 
Yes, I mean, great track. What great lyrics there. And, you know, they're having an album launch on the on May the 4th. Uh, and I'll certainly be there at that. It's going to be a great night. But these are very talented guys and lovely people to boot. And I wish them all the best. That was the Kings of Cool and their brand new single called Paddy C. Now we're at the spot where the fans favour. And this time we're back into Ireland and we're down to... Uh, Cork actually and these tracks were chosen by Janet O'Dell and she's a big big fan of Johnny Cash so she has picked three tracks Ring of Fire, Hort and The Man Comes Around. Well I love Johnny so this is a pleasure for me so let's hit the button and hear the fans favourite as chosen by Janet O'Dell from Cork Ireland. Johnny Cash three in a row. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle 
tears the hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all My empire of dirt Upon my liar's chair Full of broken thoughts I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time The feelings disappear You are someone else I am still right here What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all Who to free and who to blame Everybody won't be treated all the same There'll be a golden ladder reaching down When the man comes around The hairs on your arm will stand up At the terror in each sip and in each sup 
Will you partake of that last offered cup? Or disappear into the potter's ground? When the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Then the father hen will call his chickens home. The wise men will bow down before the throne. And at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns. When the man comes around, whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down. When the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundred weight and penny pound. When the man comes around. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts. And I looked and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death. And hell followed with him. Yeah, I mean, what can you say about Johnny Cash? Hasn't already been said. The man uh, was a legend, and I never get tired of hearing his music. He, he just was something really, really special. Thanks again to Janet for sending us in those choices. So appreciated. We love playing tracks here from the fans. It makes it special. Now, next up, we have Demotional, and this is their brand new single, and this is called Lost in This City.
have to say I really, really enjoyed that. That's brand new from Demotional and it's called Lost in This City. Now, here's somebody else. And uh, yeah, this is a new a track from Lou Reed, a brand new single and it's Open Invitation. Invitation to turn you on, 
tell you there's nothing I wouldn't do to get somebody good kung fu. There's nothing I wouldn't do oh, to get somebody good kung fu. It's an open invitation, baby, to Tai Chi Chuan. Yeah, that was Lou Reed and a really cool track, Open Invitation. That's brand new and out now as a single. Now we're going to have the Cashbox Kings and they are down on the south side. Oh man, remember back in the day down on 43rd Street, we used to really have us a good time. Now I'm talking about a real good time. Swingmaster is starting to grind Happy landing, dancing by himself Ain't nobody gonna blame no man Big Ed really is cool to man In the corner they shooting craps Guy y'all drinking his white pork wine In his suit and he looking down Well the joint is jumping Everybody's having a real good time I'm dancing with my girl I ain't paying them no mind down on Clears the whole damn place. Well, the gun is jumping. Everybody's having a real good time. I'm dancing with my girl. I ain't paying them no mind down on the south side. Yeah, down on the south Come my boy Slacks in the door trying to take all the women. 
Yeah, I really, <clears throat> excuse me, I really love that. That's the Cashbox Kings and Down on the South Side. And that's a brand new album out that that track's taken from called Oscars Motel. Out now, folks. Great band, great bluesy feel to that. Loved it. When we're in the bluesy groove, then we're going to have a few tracks in that groove. Because next up, I love this track. This is U2 and BB King from the Rattling Home album, come out in 88, When Love Comes to Town.
Yeah, that's 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 a great track, and it, you know you you think you know the face for you two and BB King coming together. What would it sound like? It was magnificent. That's from the Rattling Home album, came out in nineteen eighty eight, and when love comes to town. Now next up, well, this is a track from uh, an album that Tommy Castor released in twenty twenty one called "A Blues Man Came to Town," and I'm sure the this song and the title of it. Uh, you know, the story's familiar to so many musicians out there. It has happened them all. And, uh, and you know, this reminds us of just be careful and watch your back. This is Tommy Castro and I Got Borned. We played hard and the night went long. I was covered in sweat and my voice was gone. I waited for my money at the end of the night. I had a bad, bad feeling. Something just ain't right. I got burned.
uh, big, big fan of Tommy's. That's from his last album that came out in 21 called A Blues Man Came to Town. And that track was called I Got Borned. Now, next up, we have The Cold Stairs. And this is the title track from their latest album. This is called Voices. <laughs> I've always loved these guys, the Cold Stairs, what a magnificent band. And that's the title track from their latest album out now called Vices. Now, next up, these guys are around for a while, but they're still able to produce some damn fine stuff. Yes, this is The Damned and Beware of the Clown. <laughs> Not so charming 
enjoyed that that's the damned and beware of the clown it's brand new and it's out now now next up we have ben hemming and uh, this one's called holy for a day
Yeah, that was Ben Hemming and Holy for a Day, and that's brand new and out now. Not sure if I played Ben on the show before, but certainly will again. Really, really enjoyed that. Now, next up, here's someone I don't think I played on the show before either. This is Thomas Gabriel. Um, his voice sounds uncannily like Johnny Cash. That's what I felt when I heard it. But this is a track from an album he released back in 2018 called Long Way Home. This is called Everything Must Be Sold. In the shadow of a corner store As the night was growing cold I heard an old man crying out Everything must be sold The wheels that make this world go round Everything must be sold the dollar, euro, yen, and pound Everything must be sold Whiskey watches, wool, and war Everything must be sold To the Saudi prince and the man next door Everything must be sold Water, air, and sea Everything must be sold Big profit selling what was free Everything must be sold Adoring fans around the stage Everything must be sold The latest idol of this age Everything must be sold Love is just a fairy tale Everything must be sold The virgin lamps began to pale Everything must be sold Marchers wake the drummer boy From his rusty grave Raise the world to lower the flag Everything must be sold Amazing grace cannot be bought And grace cannot be sold You gain the world but lose your soul Everything must be sold Yeah, that was Thomas Gabriel and Everything must be sold. And you know, the lyrics there are just something else. And I'm always attracted to good lyrics. And that's taken from an album he released in 2018 called Long Way Home. Now, here's a band been around for a while, but they've a brand new album out. This is The Zombies. And this is a track from their different game album, brand new and out now. And this track's called Merry Go Round. Two, three, two. 
Indeed, we are all on the merry-go-round of life, aren't we? That was the Zombies, and that's a track from their latest album called Different Game, and that track was called Merry-go-round. Now, next up, we have Charlotte Kerbs and the Strays, and this track's called Come What May.
Yeah, I absolutely love that. That was Charlotte Kerbs and the Strays and Come What May. And that's taken from an EP out just now called The Muscle Shoals Sessions. What an iconic studio that is. Now, next up, bit of rockin' now. This is Buck Cherry, and this is a brand new singer from them called Good Time. Cherry and Good Time and that's the brand new singer from these rockers they're around a while but they're still as good as ever. Now next up we have music from the Ruby Tuesdays. This is a track from their Food for Thought EP. I think I might have played this before but it's so good I have to give it a spin again. This is the Ruby Tuesdays and Blacklight.
Great track. What a magnificent band. I hope to catch up with the guys shortly too just to chat about what's happening. That'll that'll happen in the next few weeks. Now here's another band I really love too. This is The Now. And this is a track from an EP they released back in 2022 called The Truth Always Comes Out in the End. How true that is. This is called Rewind. <laughs> The tendency to do what you want with me Don't let it slip your mind I got you by my side Gonna be running away Gonna have you running away Gonna have you running away Yeah! I got to run 
That's a great track. That's the now and rewind, and that's taken from an EP called The Truth Always Comes Out in the End, which came out last year, and that is a fine piece of music. Now, here's someone else I really like. I saw them live at the Hallelujah 2 Festival in Hartlepool. This is The Milkman, and driving it.
Yeah, that was the milkman and driving it, and that's taken from Nan the released last year called Spin the Bottle. And what a great live band they are. If you ever get the chance to see them live, do not miss it, because they are something else. Now we're up at the point of the producer's pick, and this week Graham has picked tracks from Creator and Apocalyptica. The creator track is called Hate Uber Allies. And uh, Apocalyptica, oh Jesus, that's hard to say, <laughs> is called I'm Not Jesus and it's from an album called Worlds Collide. Graham, thanks a million, mate. Two excellent tracks, let's play them. <laughs>
Great, great stuff. That was Creator and uh, Hate Uber Allies, and that's the title track from an album. And Apocalyptica, I think I said it right this time, Graham. Sorry if I didn't. I'm not Jesus from Worlds Collide. And again, many thanks to Graham for the, his contribution, not just to the producer's pick, but to every single thing he does with the show here, because he does amazing work. Graham, thank you, brother. Now, next up, we have Anders Osborne. And this is a track from Land released way back in 1999, and it's called Had My Reasons.
yeah, really enjoyed that. That was Anders Osborne and Had My Reasons, and that's taken from an album called Living Room that came out in 1999. Now, next up, well, this young woman really has it all. She is an incredible artist. This is her latest album, uh, and this is the title track. This is Ali Venable and Real Gone. <laughs> That's a great track, and Ali has a, just an incredible talent. Great to see people like that in the business, young people with such talent. Uh, and I love what she does. And that, as I say, is the title track from our latest album, Ali Venable and Real Gone. <laughs> 
real good. Now, next up, well, I'm in a kind of a classic mood, probably near enough from now to the end of the show, but it's good stuff. This is Derek and the Dominoes on What Else But Layla. <laughs>
mean, it's probably something that, you know, Eric Clapton will be, will be forever associated with. It's just a great, great song. Derek and the Dominos and Layla from Layla and Other Assorted Love Songs come out in 1970. Here's somebody else too that will be forever in our hearts. This is David Bowie, a track from his Diamond Dogs album and it came out as a single. This is Rebel Rebel.
Yeah, that was David Bowie and Rebel Rebel from the Diamond Dogs album. And again, I'd be a huge fan of David's. Just love what he does. And that's just another example of his genius. Next up, this is not too shabby now. This is the Rolling Stones from the Let It Bleed album come out in 69. We all know this track. We know the intro for sure. This is Gimme Shelter.
yeah, what a great track. What a classic intro too. Uh, I, I just love one of my all-time favourite songs. Next up, well, this is kind of up there too. This is Faces and a track from An Odd As Good As A Wink To A Blind Horse. <laughs> it did rather well from This Is Faces and Stay With Me with Rodney on the vocals.
Yeah, that was The Faces with Rod Stewart on the vocals and Stay With Me. And that was taken from there and, and not as good as A Wink to a Blind Horse. Made number two, I think, in the singles chart as well. Did very well for them. Their next up, well, these guys, they were one of the forerunners in the whole punk thing. This is The Clash and I Fought the Law. It's a sort of it's a real anthem, isn't it? You know the clash and I I fought the law and the, the law won. You know even the way they put the hesitation into the thing is just classic stuff. Great great track, love playing that. Now next up, ah well, well here's somebody else I I've always loved, still love. I hear they're about to go back, you know, and do their force leg gig in many years, uh, you know, in America. Really looking forward to hear more details about that. This is ACDC, and this is a track from their Dirty Deeds Done, Dirt Cheap album, come out in 76 with the one and only legend, Bon Scott, on the vocals. Love the, the lyrics in this track. This is Ain't No Fun Waiting Round to Be a Millionaire. Indeed it's not. Take it away, Bon. Ain't 
following is a true story. Only the names have been changed to protect the building.
Yeah, what a great ACDC track. And, you know, it's, I just I just love anything that Bond put his hand to. I love Brian and the boys too, but Bond is a very special place for me. Always will. Right, we're ready to play the last track. But before we do, as always, we have a few people to thank. And we have to go right back to the start of the show. And a big, big thank you to Jack McHale because Jack come in and introduce their Delta Fuse's brand new single called Call the Conductor. What a great track it is and this band has such a great future in front of them. And again, Jack, thanks for taking the time to speak with us here on the show. Then, of course, we had the torn up interview with the incredibly talented Marcus Bonifante. And Marcus, as you all know, is the lead singer and guitarist now for a number of years with 10 years after. But what an, what an accomplished artist he is. What a great talent. And it was such an honour to speak with him on the show. And then we go to, um, you know, the fans' favourite. That was chosen by Janet O'Dell from Cork. And she chose three uh, tracks on The Man in Black, Johnny C, Johnny Cash. Really, really, really enjoyed that. And of course, then... Graham himself, the man you know, at the controls, Graham Hilling with tracks from Creator and Apocalyptica, a really great stuff too. And then, of course, we have to thank the people at Making a Scene magazine, the great work they do every week, Richard Lahomedy and everyone there, and the people here at Radio Home of Rock. I mean, what can I say about these people? They're absolutely incredible. Their passion is off the scale. And I'm so proud and honoured to be a part of this station and doing what I'm doing because I live my dream every single week that I do this. I want to thank all the record labels and people that send us in their music from the independent artists. It's our absolute pleasure and joy to play their music on the show here because that's what a presenter is about. It's about presenting new and exciting music to the listeners out there and helping the careers of these people that so, so much deserve to get that help. And of course, you, the listener, I mean, where would we be without your support? What you've done for us over the last uh, few months has been phenomenal. In the mixed cloud chart, so far, we've hit number one in the Global Roots Rock chart on six occasions. I mean, this is the stuff of dreams. And thank you so much. And on behalf of all the artists, you know, that we've played on the show, we want to thank you on their behalf too, because listening in and sharing this does make a difference. And we really thank you so much. So now we're down to the last track. Now, we did play a track from earlier on, uh, The Whiskey Made Me Do It, uh, from his, you know, Peace, Love and Loud guitars. Of course, I'm talking about Anthony Gomes. But last year, he he released uh, an amazing album called High Voltage Blues. This is a track from that album. It's just, it's something else. I couldn't be happier and prouder to play out with this man. He plays us in and plays us out every week. Anthony Gomes and Born to Ride. Take us out, Anthony. And remember, you know, we'll do it all again, same time next week. If you have music that uh, touches your heart, you know what to do. You turn it up. Take care. See you next week. Yeah.